0: Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Wilson, CEO of the Wilson Group Real Estate Services, and my passion is creating success in people by sharing my experiences in real estate, entrepreneurship, and community involvement. My partner, Heather Wombro, and I will be hearing from expert leaders in these spaces and giving you practical advice to help you accelerate your business. So pull up a seat because we are about to have a lot of fun. It's time for you to move up. Welcome to the Moving Up Podcast. It's Christy and Heather here again today to talk about systems. One of the most important things that you need to have in your real estate career and probably in life is just a good set of systems. And our podcast that we recorded called Consistency is Key focused a lot on systems and the consistency you need to do them in. So, we're going to review on systems Mm -hmm. today. And Heather, I'm going to turn it over to you because as we were talking offline, you made some good comments that I think would be good to share.
1: Yeah, I think you had said um, in a meeting a couple of years ago, what if, you know, you were to get sick, something were to happen, and you're in the middle of several transactions and you had to step away, would someone else be able to come and pick up the pieces and keep the transaction going? And I just had to kind of stop and think about that, and at that time, I felt like I had systems, but i that I knew in my head right I don't think that's really a system, right so <laughs> It Um, (laughs) is. It's just no one's going to be able to take it over. (laughs) Right, right. So after that, it really kind of inspired me to, okay, Heather, you've really got to get some of this written down Mm -hmm. and just to be consistent. So I created a couple of different forms for myself, one for buyers, if I'm dealing with a buyer, one for a seller, if I'm dealing with a seller. And it's really just a checklist Mm -hmm. Um, and it evolves and it changes. And I just looked at it before we started. Started recording today. And I was like, oh, I need to get that off. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like it's something that you need to revisit. But since you mentioned that in the meeting, I do, I feel like I have checklists available. I, I, I'm i somewhat paperless in the sense of a lot of my documents are, are online, but I do have my checklist printed and I do keep those mm-hmm. in a folder, mm-hmm. um, in a binder kind of per year. So that is kind of the start of, some of my systems. Right. And I'm going to
0: back up just a little bit on that too, because when I started in the business, I had never even heard the word systems. And this was back in the nineties, of course. And I started getting coached at the core coaching program in 2008, I believe. And that was a question they asked, what are your systems? I'm going, I, I don't have systems. I yeah. just. And then I looked at how I did my business I'm going, oh, I do have systems. I just never called them systems. Like I had the checklists. I had what I put inside my file to make sure, okay, here's, if I'm the listing agent, here's the buyer's agent's name, the their contact information, the different title companies, the different lenders. I just didn't even know that that was a system. Mm-hmm. So even when we just define systems, it's what you are using to keep yourself in check right? and keep the transaction going Mm -hmm. forward. And to Heather's point, if you're in a major car wreck, God forbid, you know, the transaction still has to go on. Yeah. Too bad. So sad. We're just not that important, (laughs) but, um, and someone's going to have to pick up your file or access your computer and understand what's going on. So our goal today is to help you understand the systems that need to be written down or in your electronic file somewhere for someone to pick up the ball and go with it.
1: Right, right. And you can start as simply as just a Word document. Yeah. And and start from there mm-hmm. with just little check marks that you can create for yourself like you did just creating that and you didn't even know it was a system. Right. I moved on to Canva. Her <laughs> system. Her, her, I, I'm looking at her computer right now. Her
0: stuff looks really pretty. Mine is all still from a Word document that I created years ago and um, and it works for me. It you works know. for you. Well, it, Kelly
1: turned me on to Canva. Yeah. And so she had shared a document with me that was so beautiful that I was like, well, gosh, I just can't have mine in Word. It's going to be in Canva. Maybe I should have Kelly
0: do mine that way too and not do Canva. As well, yeah. Um, because her stuff and your stuff is very beautiful, but let's start with some of the basics. So mm-hmm. you have buyers, mm-hmm. you have sellers, you have marketing you do, you have lead generation things that you do. So Heather, what systems? Let's talk about your top five systems.
1: So I would say the top five systems that I have is one when you talk about lead generation would be my newsletters. Mm -hmm. Um, I lay out my newsletters of exactly when I'm going to send them by quarter. So I don't tie myself to a day because I do create them myself. And I know some folks, you know, can have other people send those for them. And that's fine. But I just like ownership of that. So I do create a quarterly marketing type of guide. Mm -hmm. And I know exactly the weeks I'm going to send out and what I'm going to send out. And I just go ahead and do that in advance. And I'm just going to put this out
0: there to interrupt you for a second, Heather's newsletter. I get so many real estate newsletters and I always read hers. Oh, it is beautiful and your content is extremely relevant. And so if you want to get a copy of Heather's newsletter, email us at podcast at Estate.com. Yeah. and I'd I love to add you to my list. Yeah. And you can, she can add you to her list. It's really, really pretty. Her marketing is just, it's sophisticated. It's lovely and to reuse the word relevant it's very relevant to what's going on in the market
1: well thank you well I enjoy doing the yeah, newsletter you're
0: a good marketer
1: I, I really enjoy it so I feel like that's a big part of my business mm-hmm. is uh, making sure I'm staying in touch with my people through mm-hmm. newsletter twice a month mm-hmm. um, and I really pay attention to the open rate and I've kind of tweaked you know the the titles of newsletters and I've done some experiments with that mm-hmm. to see if that changes my open rate so you know I tell others to do the same and and kind of play with your audience and see what they like. So that's a big piece of it for me. Mm -hmm.
0: So basically you have a marketing system.
1: I have a marketing system, right? Quarter by quarter that tells Mm -hmm. me what I'm going to do that directly ties to my budget, right? Yeah. Yeah. So only so much I can do in a year. So I have to break it up and know what's important and then plan out for the year. Very good. Yeah. So I can save accordingly. Okay. Yeah. So you've got your marketing systems. What else? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have my email um, templates, and that took me a while. Um, I realized after being in the in the business that I'm sending a lot of the same emails with a lot of the same explanations, and so I started saving those emails into just. notes. I know different programs that you use, you can save them various ways, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like an email template. And so I have them saved for buyers. I have them saved for sellers. And I do have to go in and tweak it and change it just a little bit. per. to personalize it. Yeah, personalize it. But gosh, has that saved me time. And it keeps me on track with making sure that I'm being consistent and I'm not missing telling someone something. And I tell you,
0: a great template is when you're sending Your buyer or your seller the documents for them to review, and you're sort of highlighting and summarizing what the document says. So, you've got your purchase and sale agreement, your confirmation of agency, your property condition disclosure or exemption, lead based paint, disclaimer, wire fraud, all those forms. To retype those summaries every time is yeah, it's just you know, that's an extra five, 10 minutes, right? But if you have that template saved. You can just pull it and then personalize
1: it. Yep. And when we had Terry Ricks on and mm-hmm. she spoke about, you know, the importance of going over those documents, not just sending them through transaction desk yeah. or dot loop, but really taking the time to explain those mm-hmm. and then sending the email, explaining those, having a phone call and then, or if you have a phone call, following up by email saying that, you know, do you have any questions? We went over these documents, just making sure that everyone understands what they're signing yep. and you're not just sending them.
0: Exactly. Covering your bases. Yep. Because I know when I get electronic signatures for whatever... Or somebody wants me to sign, If you're, especially if it's on your phone, you can't even read it. They want you to sign it before you can read right. it. And I'm like, well, I sort of want to read it first. Sure, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's part of my systems with email. Okay, smart. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Smart. And then I'm looking at your buyer checklist here.
1: Yeah. So that is, um, so this is the ones that I created in Canva. Uh-huh. And so I have one for buyers and for sellers. And this is really for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this is if I you know, had to walk away in Mm -hmm. the middle of a transaction, someone could walk up to my desk and they're going to see it and they'll say, Oh gosh. Okay. She doesn't have these documents signed yet. We need to go into transaction desk and, and make sure that they're signed. So it's really just to keep me on track. Um, because if you've got multiple things going on, it's just really hard to trace where you are in each one mm-hmm. and fielding phone calls. I don't know about you, but my ability to multitask, the older I getting, it's just gone. I got out of teaching a class this <laughs> yeah. morning and I went
0: down to my office and I'm, you know, you have a gazillion texts, emails, all that. And I'm looking at a text from this agent who called me to ask me a question. And so I'm calling her back. And while I'm dialing, I'm looking at an email. She's like, hi, I'm like, hey. And she's telling me what she needs. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at email and suddenly I stopped and I'm like, Barbara, I'm going to turn around and look away from my computer so I can focus on you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I looked at your text. I dialed your number and looked at email all at the same time. Can you start over? Right. And I mean, I'm the worst at trying to look at email and talk on the phone and it's just a no win.
1: So here's the thing. I don't know if I was really good at it at one time, and now I'm not because of age, or if I've always been bad at it, and I just wasn't aware.
0: Because you're not old, I would <laughs> no, say you were just really bad at
1: it. Just I think ready I just was <laughs> I think The I older you get, the more self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> I think I had no self-awareness, and I just thought I could do five things That's that right. <laughs>
0: That's right. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. There was something on Good Morning America this morning where they're talking about, and we're totally going off track here, but yeah. so many of the millennial generation are buying Flip phones, because they're sick of the smartphones, oh. of their constant checking email, checking socials, checking yes. texts, and just need the flip phone, uh-huh. like we used to all have. That sounds amazing. It, I mean, I was watching Robin Roberts, who I just love. She's like, oh, I think I want one. I mean, we are. We are all just mm-hmm. addicted to our phones. Yeah. It's an appendage. Right. I mean, anyway. Screen time. Screen time. Okay, so you've got your buyer checklist. And what I like about your checklist here is it does have the buyer's name and the property address. Mm-hmm. So someone could, if Heather was incapacitated, could go, assuming they could get into your computer. Because we've gotten in the habit now, so much is on our phone. Like my buyer's phone numbers are on the phone. Mm-hmm. Where in the day, on the front of the file, you know, we had paper files. Right. I would write the buyer's name, their phone number, and their email address. And then on the inside of the file was all the... Stuff right now, it's all electronic. So, one thing I need to do is people need to know how to get into my system, into my computer to pull my systems.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, I have a password, but it's really easy. So yeah, everybody in my family knows it. So, <laughs> so just yeah, ask I, them. I'm, I'm sure the whole free world knows mine. But <laughs> yeah, my house code. I figured out there's kids walking into my house, and I'm like, how would you get in? Okay, they all know the code. That's right. That's <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So just ask someone <laughs> in on. my family; they'll Moving let you on. in. Yeah. Also, in this, I have some things that I do post closing, so it's beyond the transaction for me, and mm-hmm. that goes back to I keep that um, binder that I. I keep these sheets in. So even after the transaction, I can go back and look, okay, did I ask for a review? Mm-hmm. Folks, I asked for reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, people aren't going to come out and just give you a review. They might. Well, right. But I, I ask, yeah. I send the email, I have the template and I will change it up and personalize it. But, I mean, I have to ask for reviews, you know, I want them out there. And so that's a part of my checklist. Every
0: week for every closing at the Wilson group, I send a personal email to, I mean, it's a template, but personalized to the client for the agent to get a review because Mm -hmm. a, it's super helpful for me running the business and who I need to give super recognition to, um, and B, if there ever was an issue, you know, that there may have been an issue. Right. Luckily Issues are so far and few between with Mm -hmm. our agents. I mean, it's just everyone does such a good job here. Yeah. But I love reading reviews on our agents.
1: Yes, yes. And I make it easy. I give them the link directly to Google. To Google. I prefer Google over Facebooks. I I ask for both, but. Mm -hmm. I tend to get more on Google. Yeah. So I'll give them those links and ask them to please, please do that. I'll send house anniversary cards. Mm -hmm. And so I'll make sure that they're on that calendar. Mm -hmm. So it'll pop up for me to send them a house anniversary card. And then I make sure that I had their emails to my newsletter Mm -hmm. database that's separate kind of kept over in a different system yep. and then you know sending holiday cards those types of things i just make sure that i've taken their information and putting it in all the right places exactly and i'll forget mm-hmm. if i don't have this sheet yep exactly <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah i'm looking at your sheet and i'm like yep i've got those like making sure they go into your database making sure the email goes onto your what you send out yeah. to folks. uh
1: huh? And I need to also add the tax letter that we send. Yeah. at The beginning of the year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to this list. Yeah, I don't have idea. it on there, but I always, you remind us every year. So you're, you're, my, <laughs> you're my system for that. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to do that. Yeah. Don't let her be in a wreck around the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of things will get missed.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
1: Yeah. So that's marketing. And then that's just kind of basic running the transaction. I do use dot loop. I know some folks are transaction desk or dot loop and so that really keeps me on track too just visually mm-hmm. i love the way it looks and in, in, on my phone mm-hmm. the way i can access it though i really can't see my phone much anymore yeah. so i'm carrying my ipad around there you go there you go <laughs> but you know you can look and see there hi i'm harry allen co-founder and chief relationship officer of studio bank studio bank is passionate about what our members create and we're here to support you through the process. We provide capital and services to build businesses. We offer mortgage and home loan options, whether you're a first time homebuyer or purchasing your fifth home. We work with artists to reach their audiences. We help nonprofits transform our community. And often the most important work we do is simply empowering individuals to pursue their dreams. We're here because what you create matters. Let's create something together. Visit studiobank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS Number One Seven Six One Seven Six Seven. What other system were you asking me about? So I'm looking at that mm-hmm. on your
0: buyers, like a, your post close. That was a, one question I had was your post closing checklist, but it looks like that's incorporated into your full buyers checklist. Buyer or seller checklist. Yep,
1: yep. So when you go down to seller, and I open that one, um, it has some things that are different, but then it, it does have some of the same.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Things
1: repeated. So like on
0: my sellers, I have a listing launch checklist that is just the checklist of how I launch a listing.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: So from the listing presentation, when I just present on, and then even for my listing presentation, what I do to prep before listing presentation the things that I need to go into the folder and making sure all that's in there. I got a great tip. So three of our agents went through Ninja training last week in Tampa. Yeah. And I've loved talking to our three agents because it's been years since I've done the Ninja training and it's such a great, great training. And one thing one of the agents did was after her listing appointment yesterday, she's a newer agent. So I went with her on her listing appointment And after the appointment, she had had So Our appointment was at 1. At 2.30, she had scheduled Tiff's Treats to deliver hot chocolate chip cookies to say thank you for the time today. Loved being at your house, meeting you. Look forward to working together. And I'm like, oh, my God, I remember learning that. And it never went on a checklist in my listings to do. And I'm like, oh, I'm adding that to my checklist. And this, this seller was sold.
1: He's like, heck yeah, I'm going to use that agent. Absolutely, you know? just a personal touch. Personal touch. What? Are, what is that? Thirty bucks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do not have that checklist. Yeah, I, I need to it's make going that in checklist. In line. I thought yeah. that was
0: it. Was just for her to get the email from him before she even emailed him when she got back to the office to say, thank you, mm-hmm. you know, he had hot cookies. Yeah. So, and who wouldn't rather have hot cookies than roses?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, that's right. And that might be
0: weird for your realtor to send you roses. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah I, love now that I do
1: have a, a checklist that I created, gosh, many years ago, but it was really when you walk into a home, to list the home Mm -hmm. and it kind of went room by room remember that i use that Mm -hmm. when i train a brand new agent still yeah Mm -hmm. of what to look at what to write down, all the notes to make and that was super helpful to me and i still use it yeah yeah to this day it's a good one yeah Mm -hmm. because nothing's more embarrassing than having to call your seller and say did you have three baths or three and a half baths because i just can't remember
0: and to heather's point on that that's one thing I always do now is write down the, I'm counting the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just went under contract on one and it's five and a half baths and I'll show it to the buyer and she called me on Sunday and she goes, how many bathrooms are in that house? It's an off market listing. So I couldn't go to MLS. I'm going, and then I physically had to go in and count them, yeah. you know,
1: or countertops in your bathroom. Yeah. hmm
0: yep. We forget. Gas range or electric. Right. You know? And that's
1: embarrassing. Yeah. You would never want to call and
0: ask those questions that's after right. you've already left. That's right. Some of our agents actually, and I know a lot of you guys listening probably do this, take pictures yes. when you're in the listing. Absolutely. I've, I've never done that, but I may start, mm-hmm. especially in the kitchen and the baths. It's yeah. just a very helpful reminder for you to do that. Okay. So those, those are great systems. I have my listing launch. I mean, down to putting the sign in the yard, the mm-hmm. the professional photos, Making sure, and I just saw that on your list too, that you email your client a copy of all the signed documents. Yes. That's a real estate commission rule, guys, is. that you, your client needs their signed mm-hmm. documents. And if you ever get sideways in a deal and they say, You never sent me my documents, right? You're in trouble.
1: Right. You it know. is already shining a bad light on you that you may not be organized. Yep, exactly. So make sure that is in your checklist that mm-hmm. they have a copy of all their signed documents,
0: both at the listing. And then after they go under contract. Mm -hmm. So the purchase and sale agreement and all the supporting documentation. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other checklist I like is, well, it's not necessarily a checklist, but it's a system I use that are a variety of trackers. So this came from the core Mm -hmm. coaching. I have a a combination of both the core coaching and ninja coaching. So my core coaching, I use what's called a greatness tracker. Mm -hmm a lead tracker and a pay log. So your greatness tracker tracks everything you do that week. It tracks the face-to-face meetings Mm -hmm. you have. It tracks the meals you have, whether that's a coffee, breakfast, lunch, cocktails, dinner, whatever. And it tracks the calls that you make. Also tracks the thank you notes you send. So I have a certain number I have to hit each week because that, Greatness activity parlays into leads, mm-hmm. and then from my lead tracker, like I want to have my goal is twenty five leads a month. You know, because twenty five leads a month, you're not going to convert twenty five leads. Right. If I can convert five of those leads, yeah, that month, that's great. And then because it's tracked, I can go back and see who I still need to work on the following month, or maybe it's May and I'm slowing down a little bit. I'm like, Oh, let me go back to that lead tracker and see who's on there, who needs to be reached out to. Yeah. Then there's business tracker. That's a ninja form. Mm -hmm. It's another Excel spreadsheet that just helps me know who's a hot lead, who's a warm lead, who's under contract, who's closed. Right. I've used that one for years. Yeah. It's fabulous. It's such an easy one pager Mm -hmm. and it motivates you. It does. When you see you move your warm lead to a hot lead to under contract, to closed. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, score. Yeah. So yeah. that's a great system to do every, every
1: day. Really. It, does. Take it, a it look is at something that. that you look at every day. Mm-hmm. And I think when Julie was on, she spoke about, she did that. And she looks at it daily mm-hmm. and she'll keep notes. Yep. And that's called and the business like tracker. Mm-hmm. It's a good one.
0: And then just other systems that you may want to use is we've talked a lot about our calendars and yes. how you block your calendar and, and, being very systematic about that. So important. So important. And so important that you don't glaze or or just skip when you've allocated time for you to work on marketing. Say your marketing time is 10 to 12 on Mondays. And that buyer wants to go see that house at 1030 on Monday. And you've got that time blocked for yourself. I mean, what do you do? can that buyer go at 1230 after that time? Or does it have to be then I get our buyers and sellers are definitely the priority, mm-hmm. but if they can go a different time, so you can be true to your time you've allocated to yourself for business activity, because it gets real hard to replace that time. If you're not true to your time and that's almost not a system, but creating a habit yeah, and boundaries it is. within that.
1: It is. I feel like if anything is going to throw off, one, your consistency or two, your systems, your ability to implement your systems. It's your calendar. Yeah. Agree. And I know we've talked about it before, but just trying to hold true to your calendar and life is life. I feel like recently it's been really tough for me to hold true to my calendar just with sports and kids and just last minute showing requests to run and look at this property or go look at that. And it's just tough and then we all want to be involved in our community yeah. as well so yeah. you have obligations that go with that so yeah creating boundaries and really kind of stick into your calendar mm-hmm. is what's going to keep everything else on track on track and consistent yeah and mm-hmm. then when you fall off go back and figure out where you fell off well and that's true <laughs> and i mean
0: relook at stuff it's like another system i have is after a closing going through that file and really gauging judging reviewing whatever you want to call it yourself in how that transaction went. Mm -hmm. What could I have done better in that transaction to make it better for my client? What could I have done that would have made it more seamless? Or if things got sideways or there was some anxiety involved in that transaction, I I dissect it to try to figure that out so that I've learned from that. So hopefully it doesn't parlay into the next transaction. Mm -hmm. And also remember to give yourself Kudos and props. It's like, well, what did I do good in this transaction? Yeah. Because we are our own unsung heroes. You know, no one knows what's happening behind the curtain except the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> so people aren't seeing us scurrying about making sure everything gets from contract to close and all the shell games we're having to play. Mm-hmm. So make sure you congratulate yourself and um, and celebrate those wins as well as looking at what you could have done better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's a system that I've liked to use in the past is when you have that listing presentation and you get the listing is talking to your seller, how they like to be communicated with, are they a texter, Mm -hmm. an emailer, a phone conversation person? I am all of it. And each, you know, I'm going to make a phone call for things that would not be appropriate to text, you know, if it's a serious thing or, Hey, we got an offer it's 500,000. Will you take it? You know, I would never present an offer that way, but you know, understanding how they like to be communicated with and letting them know what day that you will follow up and let them know all the activity. So if Mm -hmm. Tuesday is your day, you sit down and call sellers to let them know, Hey, you know, we had five showings last week. Here's the general feedback. Some sellers want to know that day, but if you can train your seller and put them on your system, say, Hey, Tuesday's my follow up day to let you know what's going on with your listing. Yeah. So since 20, 19, we really haven't had our listings be on the market for that long. So that conversation for me went to the wayside because I was calling them within days or a week to let them know that we had an offer. Now the listings are going to sit just a little bit, not all, but a lot of them will. And so you just need to really let your seller know when, what day you're going to be communicating. Be consistent with that day. If you say you're going to call on a certain day, definitely call on that day. And don't be that agent who sticks a sign in the yard and the seller doesn't hear from you again.
1: That's a great thing, Christy. I need to add that to my list. I don't have it on there, but I think it's just the setting the expectation. I need to add that to my list to be a part of my system to make sure that I do tell them, hey, I am going to call you every Tuesday morning. But Mm -hmm. if anything happens between now and then, know you're going to hear from me right away. Yeah,
0: exactly. And if you need me or have questions, call me. Call me anytime. I want them to know definitely they can call me anytime. But my update, my weekly update call on your listing is this day. And that also may help set the expectation that your house is going to be on the market for more than a week now. Sure. You know, whereas before we're like, I'm thinking four hours will be a good <laughs> <year."> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Those days are in the rear view mirror. So set yeah, that expectation. So many
1: things we've had to learn.
0: It just <laughs> changes. Learn. Yeah. yeah. It, and it's, it's funny back. because when we were in that t- May 2020 to May 2022, it felt like we were in it forever. Yeah. And now we look back, I'm like, wow, that was just two years. It was fast. It was fast and furious. It was. And I really am glad we're out of it. I am too. I am too, for many, many reasons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, guys, we hope this has been helpful on understanding systems and why systems are so important. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions about systems or any topic you'd like to hear about, or if you'd like to get a copy of Heather's newsletter, yeah. email us, <laughs> podcast at com and we will get right back to you. Hope you all have a great day. Bye, guys. Recognized as a nationally ranked top 150 accounting firm, Alexander Thompson Arnold CPAs serves Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Mississippi by providing accounting, tax, and consulting services for clients ranging from small to medium-sized businesses. ATA offers several services other than traditional accounting to the Nashville area, such as technology solutions, litigation support, business valuations, marketing strategies, HR consulting, retirement plans, and third-party administration contact ata partner david hart by calling 615-662-2727 or visit them online at
1: atacpa.net hey if you're loving the show go find that little follow button on your podcast app this will ensure you won't miss a single episode until next time